So, I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but you know, when you're really thirsty, you really get this water and you're like, wow, I, I need this. And you take a taste, you take a drink, and it's like, wow, this tastes so amazing. I could just drink like five glasses of it. And you know, you, you go and you fill it back up and you, you come back to it, you drink it again. And like, wow, I can just, and you think, well, I can just be happy forever. You know, if I could have this water and there's a steady supply of this. And then, you know, when your thirst is quenched, water kind of becomes, well, old. It's, it's water. We drink it because we have to. And, you know, sometimes it, it is better than other times, depending on where we're at, how thirsty we are. But it's kind of boring. And people start buying, you know, sodas, Coca-Cola or whatever. And they drink that because there's sugar in it now. It's like the next best thing. And so you drink that up. And, and then what's next? You know, isn't that interesting that that our flesh, our body, we're, we're always looking for something that's going to bring us happiness. That's why you look at any Coca-Cola ad and they're advertising, they're promising happiness. Love. You have this Coke, you have this drink and you're going to be happy. It's a pursuit loop. We keep pursuing new things that we believe is going to be the thing, the golden goose that is going to finally satisfy us and fulfill us. In fact, that is what our flesh promises us, that if you could only have that, then you'll be happy. Or if you can only have that, then you'll be happy. So you get it and you get that and it's, it's happiness for a day. And then it's like, well, I'm bored again. I need something new. But notice how the flesh is only ever going to direct you to things of this world to satisfy you. Because the flesh was of this world and to the dust, it will return again. But it is the Holy Spirit that stands in opposition to the flesh, that has desires and contrary to the flesh, that is going to direct you to a different place for that happiness, for that fulfillment. The golden goose we've all been looking for, that final thing that's going to make us happy. It's not found in anything that your flesh can take you to, anything that this world can give you. It's found in something that is not on this earth at all, in fact. It's something from above, because that's where the Holy Spirit is from, from above. And so he will direct us to eternal things that is that is from above, because that eternal thing is what he knows is actually what we desire, because deep inside, it's not what our flesh wants that fulfills us. It's what our spirit is yearning for. And then the flesh is coming and saying, well, to the spirit, well, you can have this, you can have that. What about this or that in the world? But the only thing that can satisfy your spirit is things of the Holy Spirit, things from above. And to our flesh, all this is very nonsensical, right? Like you might even have thought this as I'm speaking, like you're telling me that something like from above is going to make me happy. What are you talking about? Because the flesh is saying, no, it has to be something tangible. It has to be something in this world. It has to be something I can have. It must be from below. It has to be something that gives me comfort. It has to be something that I understand. But see, when Christ walked on the earth, he did not live a life of comfort. 
He did not live a life that we can easily understand. But he lived a life in the spirit. And so the spirit led him to a woman at a well one day and he spoke to her and he told her, you see this water that you keep coming back to? You need to come to this well every day to fill this up so you can take it back home and just drink it up again. And then you need to come back tomorrow again. See, she was in this cycle we've been talking about going. Her flesh was just going for the next thing. And this, in her case, was her many husbands. She was going from husband to husband to husband to boyfriend, looking for that satisfaction, that happiness. And finally, she is face to face with the Messiah and she finds her happiness. She finds her fulfillment because the Holy Spirit encounters her. See, dear brothers and sisters, it is with an encounter with God that you will be satisfied. And if you have and I'm not talking about just being a Christian, I'm talking about just believing in Jesus. I'm talking about encountering him and re encountering him. And that is called prayer. That is called spending time with him in his presence, feasting on his word and feasting on his presence, being there, speaking to him as with any relationship. And then when he calls you, which he will to do things that aren't comfortable. Do things that you don't understand. Then go and do those things, even when your flesh battles, even when your flesh doesn't want you to do it. Because remember what Yeshua said to that woman at the well, he said to her, a time is coming where it's not going to be on this mountain or that mountain or this or that place that my people will worship me, but it's going to be a worship of spirit and truth. And he was talking about the temple that he was setting up on Earth, which was a temple of the Holy Spirit inside of the, each believer. See, the kingdom is not here or there. In other words, the kingdom of God and happiness and fulfillment and all of this is not in this world, any place in this world. It's not even in Jerusalem. It is within you. The kingdom is within you, not here or there, as he told the Pharisees. Your happiness, your fulfillment is actually something that's already inside of you. See, the flash is saying, no, look here, look there, look everywhere. It's always external somewhere out there. God says, I have come and put a piece of heaven inside of you, my Holy Spirit. And that if you would just encounter him, if you would just speak to him, if you would just spend time with him, that would fill you up so much that you would not have another look at that next thing in this life that you need to have. And by the way, we're not talking against having anything pleasurable in this life. God has given us good things to take pleasure in. He has gifted us. Yeshua, Jesus drank wine. Yeshua, Jesus ate. They called him a glutton and a wine bibber, but he was neither. He simply partook in the pleasures God did give him. But see, there's two sides of this. He walked in the spirit. He did not give up walking in the spirit or a relationship with the spirit or his happiness and fulfillment he receives in his father. He did not go for things in the world to fill that hole. We can recognize the balance that God has given us all good things. But at the same time, we all, he also calls us to not make an idol of those good things for those things to replace him or our relationship with him.